0: There was a rabbi. his name was Rabbi Nachman of Breslin. And he lived in a little town in in, Breslin, in Ukrainian Russia, about 130 years ago. So he had a very intense desire to visit the Holy Land. In those years, it was a very difficult and arduous task to get to the Holy Land, especially a man with Without means, without financial means, finally, after many trials and tribulations, he walked there for the way, begged there for the way. Finally, came to Jerusalem, and he came to the Kosal Maravi. After going through many, many dangers, and he said, "Ah, over here, I'm going to pour my heart out, and I'm gonna, and I'm going to dive like I never dived before." He started to daven, and all of a sudden the Yates of Horror, you know who that is? Stopped to bother him in the middle of the daven. So he said to the Yates of Horror, how did you get here? I didn't take you along, how did you get here? He says, what do you mean how did you get here? He says, I'm the one that brought you here. You understand? The whole trip was, was, he says, I was with you the whole time. It's it's not uh, rational. A person no matter where he is, there is no such thing as a person wrapping himself up in a cocoon like a butterfly, like a like a, what do you call that? A caterpillar. a caterpillar, you know, and to be so insulated that you're not going to have distractions. That's the nature of this world is that a person is distracted in whatever he does. But the question is well, who has the upper hand? In Intelligence and rationality have the upper hand. Or does uh, irrational forces have, do they have the other? You understand? Yeshiva is a, is a place, that it's what you make it out to be. You can make yeshiva into a place where you're hanging around, you're not doing anything. Or you make it into a place where it can be the most enlightening and the most uh, superlative spiritual experience. You understand? Mm-hmm. What else is bothering you? That's it. You no, know, what are you, what's your name? Marsh. No, measures. what do you want to answer? Nothing? Everything's okay? Not right. Yeah, what do you want to answer? Uh, I have a question for you, Yeah, hold that question. That, that means more strength. I'm not too strong for you. call you always have good questions. Someone said, uh, I heard you say once, that uh, said stay around two years and uh, you'll see the light. I mean, I, I'm just giving a general quote. I, mean, yeah. I remember hearing this about yeah. five months ago. Would it be? Um, would it be to ask? You know, like maybe a graph. Maybe you see a graph of what what develops in a person over these two years. Yes, uh, I'll tell you, Yakov. You see, because there's so much. Okay, good, good. Let, let me let me think a little bit. You see, Yakov, a person's mind is not a vacuum. There's never a vacuum in a person's mind. I personally believe that if you would suction out of a person's mind every single thought to leave a vacuum, his mind would bust, it would break. The whole concept of mind is that there's always thought there. Now, the thoughts that are in our mind, a great portion of them are our own thoughts. But an overwhelming majority of thoughts that we have in our mind are not our own thoughts. They're thoughts that society, in quotations, imposes upon our mind. You go to school, and in school it's an accepted attitude that you must get marks. Marx, immediately, implied competition. So you have this fellow sitting in the class, he's getting a hundred, he's smart. I'm getting 60, he says, I'm done. Are they my thoughts? I used to get 40, but I didn't think I was done. I don't know, I was blessed, I never accepted. As a child, even I didn't think I was done. I, I, you know, I'm not interested in studying, I didn't want to go to school. By no means, but I've never accepted defeat. But you take a person and you put them in a classroom where, where, where the climate is pervaded with competition. As somebody was telling me this week, we were talking about uh, hmm. ball game, you know, competition, 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 you know, team, you know, you go to school, rah, 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 rah. Uh, and even my children come home. They go already to the better schools, to the Jewish, to the Torah schools, so they have shetin. My kid, could the girls come home. Color war broke out, and they begin and they this and that. Well, now look at it. To me, it's it's so meaningless. It's worse than meaningless. What what, what is all this insanity? What, what what what's going on there? This is the only way. But what what happens? What, how does the mind work? what what happens what happens is that we have three three garbs on our on our nashon, for dibur speech and nice action the overwhelming majority of the machsov dibur and miser that we function with is not ours it's not ours Uh, I'm in a colour, rah, 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 rah. My heart, I don't wanna be in a colour. Leave me alone. I don't want I don't wanna win, I don't wanna lose, I don't wanna compete. Leave me alone. No, but I must. My mind tells me I must why? Because the whole school says so. I mean, can you buck a whole system? Uh, a person goes, you know, we went through this country, went through, I mean, there the, are a lot of the years, it's over already, I mean, I hope it's over, but, you know, we went through a terrible period in the 60s, you know, with the hippies, you know, when they started, I knew them, you know, I was in that place, where do they have in the mountains, what do you call that, they that singer, I was right near Woodstock when it was on, you know, your eyes shouldn't see what I saw. You know, you shouldn't see what I saw, you know, a fire consuming the most beautiful young people in the world. <laughs> right in front of my road, that you all passed by, and I was walking, you know, I saw a Jew with a beard, they were, most of them were Jewish kids, you know, talking to me, talking, you know, I shouldn't see what I saw. Now, I saw kids there that they were not up to what was going on there. I saw boys and girls that were very pure people, extreme, extremely, extremely... Pure neshamans—they were not up to that whole insanity that went along with the Woodstock. Why did they do it? Why did they do it? The machshava the, the, mind the, the, they were manipulated. They had in their minds—they had in their minds thoughts that are not theirs. The, the, the thoughts that are not theirs, and thoughts that, that originated in places. Satan himself originated those thoughts. You have to know that I, I happen to be have contact with the very leaders of the hippie movement of those, of those times, you know, that big singer. I said, where's it come from? And millions, millions of people are thinking, are going, you know, are going, are smoking what they don't want to smoke. They, they smoke Marlboro, why they smoke Marlboro? Because they because the, the big psychiatrists that are employed by the Marlboro cigarette Company that look like this. You spend 10, 15, 20 million dollars and you screen Marble Country. And you put a picture of a cowboy and a horse who looks like a strong, masculine figure. And And the herd of people, the herd of people, they in their minds are going, when they go for a cigarette, they're going to say, if they'll be so foolish, the brightest one of us the brightest one of us is going to think, maybe I should smoke a Marlboro, a Marlboro country. Maybe, maybe a girl look at me and she'll think I'm a cowboy. You know what I mean? You laugh, you laugh, you laugh. But the truth is that, that's the truth, that you could take the most brilliant fellow, you take the most brilliant fellow, when it comes to a cigarette, a shtussy machshava is going to get into that. Maybe he should buy a Marlboro. And they sell Marlboro that way. But it goes <coughs> beyond that. How should a person dress? How should a person dress? You gotta have jeans. You must have jeans. If you don't have jeans, I mean, you're not dressed. You're not. I'm, I'm, you know, there are people that need blue jeans because they work and they don't want to ruin a good pair of pants. But people who who are not even people who are in no way. In no way they're not going to work. He won't pick up a a pickaxe or a shovel if if, if, if he knew that that with one blow he's going to get $100,000 under the pickaxe. He's too lazy to do that. He's not going to work. He's not going to work. You know, I once saw with my own eyes I had a wedding. I was in a very fancy hotel in the beginning during the times of the hippies with their clothing. So I'm standing in the lobby. So I see this guy comes in with the hippie outfit. And he's sleeping in, was it the Hilton Americano, whatever it is? A room, when it comes to sleep, he sleeps in the fancy hotel. When it comes to act, he puts on a costume. You know, he's a hippie, he's a hard worker, he's got this rubbed out clothing, you know, the the little jacket. Those are not his thoughts. There's a mass machovo. There's a power that influences, that covers a bed of thought, that covers the entire country, if not a half a continent. And says, you have to think this way. So who's going to say, little me, I'm going to wear plain ordinary pants? Plain pants like the rabbi wears. Plain pants, those pants from 1843, I wouldn't be caught dead in those pants. I'm going to have pants that going to be tight here, tight there, tight here, tight not because he wants or he's comfortable in those pants, because that machshogah was superimposed upon him. Now one moment. Just as, and this you should know is not only I don't I don't mean to be facetious. This is not only the question of what you wear, or what kind of a haircut you take, or what kind of a language you speak, or what kind of a you know uh, your, what, what, what your vernacular is, what this this it's not only this. It's not only this. It's not only this. It goes all the way down our mind. It's how you treat your friends, it's how you relate to your family how you relate to the Rabban Shlomo?
1: The Pepsi-Cola
0: generation has more influence on a person than that which is in intrinsically. I wonder. We believe, we believe, we believe, we believe that the neshama of a person, the neshama, we believe there's such a thing as a neshama, that the neshama of a person there is a language, there is a Chochmah, there is a knowledge that speaks, that's consonant, that speaks to the basic nature of the nishad wow. We believe that you take a person who's lazy, they're lazy, and he gets away with it all day, he didn't do a thing, he was lolling around in bed, and he watched TV all afternoon, and he ate well, and he this, and he wasted a day entirely. And then at night, he takes a look in the mirror. I believe that for a second, that person, there's a pang shoots through his heart. Shucks, I wasted a day. In his head, he says, I had a great time. But I believe that his neshama says, the neshama seeks to actualize itself. The neshama seeks to be created. The neshama seeks to build. But there's a, there are other forces. This, I told you, the garbs that cover the Neshama, the machshavah, the, the divah, the ma'isa that cover the Neshama. Yeah, tomorrow I'm going to get up. Why should I go to the minion? He won't go to the minion. But if he does go to the minion, there's an inner satisfaction that he has that's infinitely greater than the satisfaction of not doing, of not creating, of not actualizing. We believe that there is a wisdom, there's a chokhmah that that chokhmah penetrates to the Neshama and that when the shama comes in contact with that khaghma that khaghma gives a substance to the reality of the person a force a momentum a strength we believe that when a person gets up and take for example that when a person that when a person and he says, We believe that when a person thinks into this earnestly, not like the Satmar Rebbe thinks into it, or how Rablai Shach thinks into it, just on our level, that to do something, we believe that the Hashem says, Ah, that's right. That's good. You see, and this is my, this is my inner self speaking to myself. This is my inner reality, my basic reality speaking to myself. Not the Pepsi Cola company, not Lee Blue Jeans speaking to me, not, not not some 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 doped up rock singer speaking to me about some insanity, but my neshama is expressing itself. This is what we believe. This is what we believe. Now, when you learn Torah, you, you have to understand there's a vast terminology that you don't know till you learn what Shnei Magzim means, mm-hmm. till you learn what Bori bari means, or Bori Yoshemah means, Yoshemah, Yoshemah means. Now, when you get into that, and, and you learn that, and you learn the Rashi, and you learn the Toysos, the Kashef, and Kol the Yolom Gva, where you say Kol the Yolom Gva, where you, don't, where you say Yachloiku, we believe that, that this wisdom collects we believe that this wisdom, that if you learn through Bavim and see you well, we believe you can't be a thief. Not only you can't be a thief, that we believe you'll have a, a you'll have an understanding in, in ownership, in right, and in wrong, in, in, in what belongs to somebody, what doesn't belong to somebody. We believe that your nashama will actualize itself. It will begin to see things. It will begin to understand what the Torah is all about. You know what? This is you go with the fellow says, I know the Ten Commandments. is a thou shalt not steal. What do you mean you know? You know what thou shalt not steal is. You know what thou shalt not steal is. I told you many, many times. The Gemara says, the Gemara says in Brachas. the Gemara says in Barachas, I told you last year that it's good to know the Gemara again. The Gemara says, the plunder that you stole from the poor man, it's in your house. So the Gemara says, what's, What's, what's what's the plunder of the pool, man, that you stole is in your house? So the Gemara says that if somebody says good morning to you, you don't answer them, you're stealing from them. It's also stealing. That also has to do with Shnaimers and the Talis. You don't answer him. You understand? It's, you know, they, 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 in Jewish there's an expression, it's difficult to be a Jew. Sure, it's difficult to be a Jew. You know, you could become, you know, you got all kind of religions in the world. You just say, love, I love you, you love me, I love G-O-D, love Shmav, go down, get down on your knees and get up, I love, 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 love. What are you going to do? It's all verbiage. It's nothing else but verbiage. And Judaism is a thing you have to, you have to penetrate the surface of, of, of the whole world and, under, and, and, and see what's underneath of the whole world and understand every part of the whole world, what, what's, what's, what, you know, I told you, with the, you could never have a Vietnam, you could never have that whole bloodbath if you knew the mission of Schneimals and Vitalis. If the whole world knew the mission of Schneimals and Vitalis, they wouldn't understand, you can't. You understand? The whole union of learning, it's got to take time till you begin to see you see a Gemara, you understand, and you begin to learn a Gemara, and you see the courage of the Hazal, their questions and their answers and their gropings and Toysfus and rashi. You know, it seems like some fellow says to me, well, you know, what has it got to do, you know, with the with the with the plight of the third world, you know? It has a lot to do with it. there's it a lot to do with it. Because you, 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 when you learn in a Seychelles a, the laws of how, a, of, of how a, a boss is supposed to treat his work, and you see it in Torah, and the Torah that came in a Shemaim, where Abraham says, this is the way you have to treat this work, and you learn it, not you read it. You take your head and you ask, and you plow with your head in the Gemara, you plow up, and your mind begins to think, and, and, and your Nishana and your intellect begin to have communion with, the, with these eternal truths. You become a different person. You become a different person. It permeates every, and it begins to drive out. You begin to have your own thoughts. You know, we're not crazy. You know, the people that sit in line, we're not crazy. We're not Drugged up people. We're not, you know, we're not, you know, we're not sitting here screaming, they're, you know, Harry Krishna or the, 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 the drunken, you know, you can psych yourself up. We're not. There are people sitting here fourteen hours a day that are breaking their head on the mission and see What happens afterwards? The one who penetrates and knows the mission, with the ram and the, <laughs> and the rush, and he understands. He already understands ownership and right of ownership altogether different. He's on a different level. He won't go and take somebody's things. His neshama touches the, the, the part of the Torah that's called Hashimish. and that's the difficulty in being a Jew. Everybody wants to be quickly a Jew. Everybody wants to do, you know, a quick way. You know, uh, you know, uh, you know. A very, a very nice guy in Yeshiva said to me last week. He was talking to me about giving food to cats. You know, and I had a whole discussion with him. And I told him, you know, look, I don't know. Maybe there's a hungry cat. Supposed to give the food to cats, but the cats in America survive by themselves. They live in the garbage cans and they get a very good name. You understand? You understand? That's not the Torah. There is a part of the Torah. You know, there's a Gemara in Shabbos that The Gemara says in Shabbos that the Gemara learns out from something that you have to throw something to a dog. You got to feed a dog. The Gemara says it's a whole very interesting Gemara. We'll discuss it some other time. But 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 that's what I mean. It's got to take time. It's very hard. It's very, very hard. Guys come and they want, you know, there are groups today. You comes, you love, love. They get you, know, rah, love, you know, instead of rah, concentrate and meditate and shmeditate. It's all belonging. It's not that I don't know what it's about. Trust me that I read and I know what it's all about. It's all alcoholics that's getting you drunk. You understand, you can get, a fellow who wants to be in a good mood, so he goes and takes a bottle, Johnny Walker's black label, it's very good, and you drink out one drinking glass, you're happy, you're in a different world than the other, but that's not reality. The Torah deals with reality. The Torah deals with, and take your mind and put it in that, and put it in focus, and plow with your mind, and understand who's right, and fight over it for a few weeks, and, you, and then, inside little lights go on but it takes time till you become a ben to you become a tamtach and, and we live in a world of reader's digest canned stuff everything is quickly you don't have to cook you come home you open up a can and in three minutes you have a ready night supper you put it in the microwave bottle. everything is quick so you want to learn quickly but you can't learn quickly you can't bluff yourself till so you say a the missionary right. it takes time I mean you're here how many months five months six months I mean listen you couldn't have known Two weeks after you hear what you know today, it's vastly different. You'll be here six years, you won't recognize yourself. Not that anybody's going to do anything. You know, here we don't do anything. It's not structured. We don't. We don't believe in doing anything. We don't believe in. There are no disciplines that you do it yourself. But when you do it yourself, the end result is that yourself comes out. The <laughs> Shomashin comes out. When a fellow does it, yeah, there are people here to help, you know, but Neshama Hashem, comes out. You feel your own strength. You feel that you climbed, you scaled an ice, a wall of glass, an ice, and you walked right up it, and you did it. And you begin to see how different, oh, you begin to understand. You begin to see what Kedusha is, what holiness is. Not, you know, not what somebody says in you know, holiness, you have to renounce the world, shave off your hair, leave a, 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 over here a long thing, you put on a saffron robe or, or run away to, to some you know, there, and, and an eshram to some ishram. This is not what there is. There is learning. Learning! I saw in somebody's notebook, learning is, is serving the Rabbani Shalom. Because only through true hofman, true knowledge will we create a better world. Understand? Not through being drugged up, you know. Yeah, 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 I saw all these guys, and it's very interesting. You should have meet the people that I met. You know, there was the flower power, flower power, love power. Oh, good morning, la, 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 la. And they made communities to cut each other's throat. A guy told me, he was in a big community. I said, can you tell me about it? They made these uh, communes. So I said, tell me about it. He says, Rabbi, I'd rather not ask. He said, the whole experience is negative. People exploiting each other. How? you can't be good without a chokmasemis, without without contact with the truth, without touching the the tovmasemis. You can't. Yeah. Good morning. I love you. I love you. I love you. Till I'm hungry and there's only one piece of bread. I get it. Not you. Make myself clear, Yaakov. Another question, maybe. No? Nobody has any questions. Avram uh, Swift, no more questions. She got married, you don't want to open your mouth anymore. <laughs> no more questions. She says, do as I tell you, no more questions. Well, who wants to say something? Yes, yes, Moshe. Yes, Ms. Yes. 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 Wilson, I want to know how a person can maintain a perspective. perspective. So you talk talking about perspective. How can you just keep alive the respect? Listen, Moshe, I'll tell you how. You're touching a very big problem. Maybe I'll expand first on the question, expand it a little bit so people can understand clearly. Moshe says like this, let's say there's a fellow who has a good thought in his mind. He wants to do what's right, and he even understands what's right. He, let us make up a mythical figure, a person who understands that learning and davening, that's the right thing to do. And it's not a superficial understanding, it's an inner understanding. He understands it, he appreciates it, he likes it. So Moshe asks, how do you maintain that feeling? Is that what you're asking? How do you keep hold on to that feeling so that that feeling should motivate you and not lose that feeling? Listen, Moshe, I want to tell you something. I don't know if a poet said it, I don't know if Shakespeare said it, but life is a stormy, tempestuous sea. The most salient feature about the world is the fluidity, the change, the movement. The world is in constant moving. Every second, our bodies are changing. The biology in our body, every split second, cells are dying, cells are being born, we are maturing, we are getting smarter, we are going up or we are going down. And with us, the whole world, the building, the wood is getting older. It's imperceptible. It's happening every single second. Now... Since this is true, our decision and our feeling, our good internal feeling and recognition to do what's right, immediately after we decide, it's already imperceptibly in a different situation. When I decided I want to learn, and I decided I want to dive in, I wasn't sitting next to the ping pong table. That I decided in my dormitory room over the head. But now when I walked upstairs to the third room, i take a look at the ping-pong table. And Avram C. says, I'll challenge you. It's a different situation already. My decision already meets with a... hour. Oh, 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 oh. One minute, one minute. And I begin to say, well, maybe I'll become a t'amukhah an hour later. What do I mean to say? There is no such a thing as a person maintaining that resolution, and it shouldn't be attacked, and it shouldn't be influenced, it shouldn't wane, it shouldn't become blurred, it shouldn't weaken. There is no such a thing. That's foolish thinking. What, what can we do? What can we do? There is a thing. A person a person should attach himself to Kalnidech HaChomun and to a Mokim Torah. A person goes up and goes down. I had a rabbi that used to say, a boy is one day a Malach and the next day is a Galach. You know what a Galach is, a priest. He says, today he's an angel and tomorrow he's a priest. It's not one day to one hour. At the first minute he could be a Galach, and in the end he could be a Malach or vice versa. But if a person knows, he's connected to Talmud HaChemim, people who are Talmud HaChemim, he's in a place where he knows where the people are. There's a mitzvah of Dveik is for uh, what do you think? Where do you think I was born in Lodge? I wasn't born in lodge, I was born in Brooklyn. And you think I didn't have your problem? I used to run to my Rabbi. I used to run to my Rabbi. My Rabbi was a, a brilliant man, and I had another Rabbi, he had the Khan Khan, that he was manishing. I used to run to them. Oh, yeah, I used to sit down. T I to talk. And my Rebbe used to dispel the clouds around my head. He used to talk. The cobwebs you put up, not come back, reinforced. A month later, bang, I fell down. I had to go back to murder. It's not only rapy, I have good friends too. They have good friends. I used to fall down, I used to crawl. I'm all four, I used to crawl into the Bismarish. I used to sit an hour in the Bismarish. My friends would be sitting there, and I said, ah, I'm refreshed. I started all over again. Don't make the naive. Childish mistake of thinking that you can make a resolution and a commitment that will never swerve, that will never wane. It's impossible. That's, that's childish irrational thinking. A person can, can have a machshave, he can be machlet, and that's the way it is. And, that, and, and he's going to fall, but he has to know what to do when you fall. Got to you to have friends that are talking My rabbi used to tell me, he used to say to me, that when you walk out of the Bismarvish, he says, and you're opening up the door to walk out of the Bismarvish, it should be by you like a Suffolk barakah. What does a person do here as a, a Suffolk? You don't remember. Did I make a boric priya three on the apple or didn't? So you stop and think, and you want to go and Is somebody. He says, like you, when you open up the door of the Bismarvish to go out, it should always, you should always be shut He says, not that you should learn the Bismarvish. Even if you sit and waste your time, sit in the Bismarvish, sit in the building, sit in the Ishi is, look, if a person has these safeguards, you know, a guy says, well, uh, my decision waned, I'm going to go back to Yehupitz. You go back to Yehupitz, you're finished. You go back to Yipsalinta, you're washed up. But if a person says, I'm going to hold on, sure, I fell down, I made a mistake, we each fall. There was a Rebbe that used to say, and says, I fall down a hundred thousand times a day, and I always talk from the beginning. There was a big Rebbe that said on the and. In, in Pasha's Bayera that we lay in Les Shabbos, it says, for who Pesach It says by Ramavinu, and he was sitting by the door of the tent. So he says the quality and the virtue of Ramavinu was that he always viewed himself like he's sitting by the threshold. He's only on the threshold, he's starting all over again. He's always by the door of the tent. He's starting all over again. That was his quality. I'll tell you something, you know, these are informal talks. I tell you something that uh, teachers, after my earliest youth, teachers used to tell my parents, he's a nice boy, but, you know, he has no ambitions. <laughs> I didn't have any school ambitions. I never did. I was not ambitious in school. I didn't like school. What could I do for some reason? I understand it. Uh, I would have rather been on uh, Rafael Franklin's farm in Montana than to be in school. What could I do? I can't help myself. This is the truth. But I never accepted defeat. I never, I never accepted what they told me. I listened to my insides and I did what I wanted. I wanted to read. I read. I, I once embarked on a, on, a, on, a ambitious, on an ambitious uh, project. I wanted to read through the whole Encyclopedia Britannica. I was a kid and I started to read. I used to take off from school and go to the library and read. I didn't accept what they told me. That I know that's something I don't know how I, it's irrational how I got that feeling, but it's true. You should not accept. You have to know... I want to learn. I want to be a, a Jew. I want to be, I want to be something better. You have to know you're going to get beat around. You're going to get thrown down. The storm, the tempestuous storm is going to throw you down. There are all kinds of storms. There's storms on the outside of us. There's storms on the inside of us. There's different storms. There's storms that are in our heads. There's storms that are in our bodies. There's storms in our hands and our feet. All kind of storms. But a person has to know, I see the goal. I don't accept the feet i talked to them. Yeah, you a yeshiva. There are people to speak to in the yeshiva. You talk to a guy like Shmuel, You know, he's a phenomenal person. And there are other people, there are a whole bunch of people in the yeshiva, people who went through this ball game. They went through this experience and they came out they were successful. You hold on to them. You hold on to the yeshiva. We were together a whole summer. A group of us. It was ups and downs. We had a phenomenal... We had it was a spiritual time. The guys held themselves together. They came out all right. If they would have been in the city, I couldn't, I couldn't guarantee what would be with them. And and this is the art of warfare. You understand? You have to understand that you're in a war. Either 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 you're going to cleanse your mind and put in the the wisdom of the Torah there, or your mind is going to be filled with the Pepsi generation. Think you be a member of the Pepsi generation. It has a lot to give. Mm-hmm. Understand that garbage. I don't want to curse them. For self, it's like them. You, know, you understand? They're going to teach you philosophy. Pepsi has a lot to give. I see a man yesterday in the back of a truck. I wanted to run right into the truck and burn the air down. Mm-hmm. Understand? But if a guy says, I'm holding on, you won't kick me out of here. Till I become to a ton of You'll survive. And if you know that you're going to get hit, you're going to fall, you're going to get up again, you'll survive. Gentlemen, the session is over. Thank you.